Hello and welcome to Triforce Trends, the podcast where I talk about all things Zelda. If you enjoy the content, please support me by subscribing to the show on whichever app you're listening on. And please don't forget to check out the YouTube channel by searching Triforce Trends. Animals have come in many different forms over the years within Zelda games. We've seen many real-life animals ripped straight from the world and placed into Hyrule. We've seen mystical creatures, brand new animals. We've seen an extreme number of animals over the years, whether it be Ricky, Moosh, and Dimitri from the Oracle games, the Rito as an entire race, the Uka tribe basically being bird people that used to live way up in the sea of the sky, the Loftwings, Wolf Link himself, and many, many more. No matter what, we've seen a ton of amazing creatures within the Zelda series. While with each game, we in the Zelda community try and want more and more in terms of many different things, I personally think that one thing that tends to get neglected quite a bit by the Zelda team is its animal companions, with the one exception for me personally being in Twilight Princess, with the inclusion of both Wolf Link and a horse that's actually nameable. Pretty cool making them a bit more than we would usually get, though opinions are pretty mixed on Wolf Link. <laughs> now I seem to think that animal companions are hugely left out in the cold, I mean having an animal that helps you out whether it be through traversal or other means has pretty much been a Zelda staple since the jump to 3D back in Ocarina of Time with the horse Epona. A horse that you technically didn't even really need to get, but made that journey in the game slightly less arduous. Ever since then, the horse mechanics have definitely stagnated in terms of brand new technology to control the horses. I mean, Twilight Princess's horse mechanics were near enough the exact same with some combat changes. Loftwings were quite cool, but boiled down to the same mechanics in essence. The boat isn't an animal, but it was kind of cool, I guess, even if it was just pressing a button and kind of going. The three animals in the Oracle games were pretty darn cool though, to be honest, especially for a 2D game in the series. Then we come to an enigma for me and many others, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And here's where we're going to start discussing the sequel in broader strokes. Breath of the Wild in a lot of ways was a complete 180 from what we'd seen the Zelda team doing in games like Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword before that. Before Breath of the Wild we were seeing more and more games created with linearity in mind to create a more cohesive experience. And nobody seemed to have a problem with that, barring some complaints with Skyward Sword, which is why Breath of the Wild, being completely open world, kinda came out of left field in a way. But it turned out to be just the thing that the series really needed. Some people lamented the lack of real crafting in the game, but I was actually more disappointed with the animal companions. I mean, sure, in a lot of ways they were improved. For example, simply being able to take them to stables and rename them, apart from Epona, was a great extension on the idea of horses. Along with that, you're able to actually customize your own little buddy too? That's crazy. My issue stems from its actual uses, because I'm not sure about you guys, but personally I didn't use my horse for very long at all because I'm always on the lookout for new stuff. And maybe that wouldn't change no matter what. Maybe going faster is actually the best thing to do here as it skips over any tedium for certain players. I'm not sure. Maybe this is more of a me problem than a horse problem, truth be told. But suffice it to say that the core horse formula in a Zelda game still hadn't changed a spec by the time the game did end up coming out. You still press A when you have stamina left. Some horses do have different speed, stamina, and look stats, kinda, but as soon as you get the best type of horse, that's kinda the end of that. When you factor in the DLC, you do get some cooler stuff for your horse like the ancient gear so your horse can hear you from whistling anywhere within the map and will instantly teleport to you the second that they can, making horses slightly more useful. But honestly, that becomes null and void when you factor in the fact that in the DLC, you also gain access to an awesome ancient geared bike. So, 
I really think at that point you're probably about done on a first playthrough. Though the ancient horse gear will help you on any repeat playthroughs if you do happen to use your horses for any reason. The final cool thing of note to talk about in the original game in my opinion is that you could mount a ton of different animals, but you couldn't store them all, so this actually leads me to the actual point of this video. The setup is done, it's time to talk about how I would love for animal companions to work inside of Breath of the Wild 2. First off, and I think most obviously by the little snippets of the sequel to Breath of the Wild so far, I don't just think that mountable horses should be in the next game. If we have any means of traversing the sky, I think it only makes sense to bring back a creature of the sky, namely something that is or acts a lot like a Loftwing. It might not make sense in the placement of the timeline for all we know, but heck. When you need to traverse the skies and there's a simple bit of fan service sitting right there for you, why not use the Loftwings? I also think other animals should be useful on the ground. Sure, we saw that Link could ride certain other animals. I mean, he could ride a bear for Pete's sake, but he couldn't really do much with them. And here's where real new features start to come in. As we know, and as I've discussed multiple times over the last few months, it's known to the general public that the Zelda team are taking a great deal of inspiration from Red Dead Redemption 2, arguably the best open world game competing with Zelda itself, and obviously this inspiration isn't going to come from ultra realistic graphics or insanely in-depth details, and I'd be surprised if the next game has NPCs that rival the likes of Red Dead Redemption 2, and the Zelda team wouldn't do a Rockstar mission based structure, but what did Red Dead Redemption 2 place a giant deal of its identity on? That's right, it's animal companions. You could buy new horses, and yeah, they kind of did stagnate to the higher levels of horses, but what else did you have along with that? A bond level. Something that actually was in Breath of the Wild in some speck of a way. And more importantly to this conversation, storage on horses and donkeys. Being able to store things in Breath of the Wild 2 would be a huge game changer in my opinion. I mean, again, if we're travelling between the ground and the sky, then maybe you won't have enough storage in your usual inventory to carry certain things. Place these items into the Loftwing satchel and would you look at that in an instant you can now take these items up to the skies with you. Not to mention with mounts like horses it just makes sense. Place a bag behind Link and you can store some items. This could also spill out into the main game too. Now I don't really want there to be limited inventory space in the next game, but it would be quite cool to have chests that you can store your stuff inside of, even if they're only found in areas like Link's house in Hatena from the original game. Anyway, chests are not what we're here to talk about today. I think every different kind of mount could actually have a brand new use. Let's just imagine for a second that Breath of the Wild 2 is a utopia in terms of exploration. You have your usual overworld for horses and other overworld mounts. You have the sky for Loftwings and maybe other brand new beasts that can fly. I mean, listen, we've seen a ton of animals like that in media such as Harry Potter. Not to mention their big thing would be pretty easily recognisable. They can fly so they can traverse the sky. Pretty easy. For underground exploration, there could be larger animals like the animal we see in the original trailer for Breath of the Wild 2. Elephants, rhinos, and if you want to get real wacky then throw a bear down there as long as you can tame them. I mean, that'd just be fun. The thing with these beasts could be that they carry more items for longer trips underneath the surface, and maybe they can break through barriers and stuff like that. But they can't be used to cross gaps, much like we saw in the original trailer for Breath of the Wild's sequel. With Link beckoning the beast over with heavy heaves looking in pristine condition to compete in the Squid Games. I'm so, so sorry for the outdated reference. <laughs> Finally, but definitely not least, Zelda games have mostly pushed the envelope for underwater exploration every now and again. Not by much, but they've definitely gotten better for it over the years, and I think that it'd be about time for them to push it even further. Especially as Breath of the Wild had no underwater traversal at all. So, 
This is almost too cool to imagine, but just for a second, imagine you've been finding underwater ruins for sections of this game. You can breathe underwater now with no issues, and you swim sort of fast. Then one day you're just exploring and you come across just a giant fish. It doesn't look hostile, so you lay a load of bait down in the water and put on your friendliest face that you ever could, and the fish takes the bait. Looks at you and cuts out the tough act. Suddenly it turns around and you're allowed to mount it. Suddenly you have a much faster way to traverse the water. It's yet to be seen if there would be any way that water exploration is in Breath of the Wild sequel, so this one is kind of a pipe dream for now, but I felt I had to cover all of my bases, and I just love the idea of this far, far too much. No matter what, I want animal companions to be more than they ever have been in Breath of the Wild sequel. There was the opportunity to really connect to your horse in the original Breath of the Wild, and I felt they squandered it in a way, personally. This time I want to see them realise that potential in my eyes. And while I keep daydreaming over here, I would love to see your thoughts on Animal Companions down in the comment section below, because I would take anything more than what we got in the original game, and honestly, with Sky Exploration looking to be a big part of the game, I think at least a lack of flying creatures and storage operations would be a disappointment to me. It wouldn't ruin the game for me by any means, I mean, come on, it's just some animal stuff. But it would be nice to see that, and we have at least a little bit of evidence to suggest we will see it, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you enjoyed, then please do support me by leaving a like rating and subscribing as we wait for more Breath of the Wild 2 news. Plus, we're really, really not far away from 2,000 subscribers now, and every little does help. I might have even hit it by the time this video comes out, so thank you so much. The people you can see on screen right now are my Patreon supporters, and they are just perfect people. Look at them. Some G and Jared Whedon are especially amazing for being my top paying patrons. Just look at the Triforce coloured names and the Triforce font. Thank you so much for the continued support guys. If you'd like to join them then you can do for as little as £1 or $1.50 a month. The link to my Patreon is in the description and along with that link is a link to the rest of my media platforms so please do follow me on them if you'd like to keep in touch with me. Now thank you for listening to that episode, if you enjoyed it please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode, and don't forget to check out my YouTube channel of course, there's loads of Zelda content waiting for you, just search Triforce Trends. Thank you for listening.